Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, May 16th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a self-described eco-warrior has tried to make small changes to have a positive impact on the environment. I was really worried about climate change and their impacts on my children. You know, with all of the reports I was reading about how water was going to become scarce and food. We will meet a person who decided to do something about climate change. First, the news. Members of the Missouri Senate have passed an abortion bill. The Republican-controlled chamber approved the legislation early this morning. It bans abortions at eight weeks of pregnancy. It includes exceptions in cases of medical emergencies, but not rape or incest. Before this morning's approval, Governor Mike Parson urged senators to take an up or down vote on the legislation. Don't lose your commitment to protecting life, because until the day that we no longer have abortions in this country, I will never wave in the fight for life. The bill needs at least another vote of approval in the GOP-led House before going to the governor's desk. St. Louis County government and several other entities will be the subject of a state audit. The announcement comes weeks after former county executive Steve Stanger pleaded guilty to charges of public corruption. More on all this from St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis. State Auditor Nicole Galloway will begin the initial eye work in June. Her office will not only look into the practices of county government, but will also investigate the dealings with the St. Louis Economic Development Partnership and the County Port Authority. The audit comes about a week after the St. Louis County Council passed a resolution requesting that Galloway's office look into the county practices and relationships. Galloway called the charges against a former county executive troubling. While the time frame of the audit is currently unknown, she says her office will conduct a thorough investigation of the county's relationships and practices. We will make recommendations to improve internal processes to ensure these types of abuses cannot happen again. Galloway says if more possible criminal violations are found, the information will be turned over to the appropriate authorities. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis officials are still receiving a high number of reports about illegally dumped trash in the Dutchtown neighborhood. It has excessive amounts of construction debris and other trash dumped in its alleys and vacant lots. The city says complaints from Dutchtown residents have increased by more than 20 percent since 2015. Maisha Johnson is an organizer who works at the Dutchtown South Community Organization. If we don't do anything about it, what will become of it? We love where we live, so we get out and clean it up. But we also need for the partnership with the city to get more waste services. The group wants harsher penalties for illegal dumping. A tough loss for the St. Louis Blues. They dropped a 5-4 decision to San Jose in overtime last night. The Sharks now lead that best-of-seven National Hockey League Western Conference Final two games to one. A study from the Pew Research Center shows only one of five Americans say they try to help the environment in their everyday lives, like turning off electronics when they are not being used. One Latina businesswoman is on a mission to get more people to switch it off. Sharing America's Vanessa De La Torre has more. Good to see you. You too. Come on, we'll meet over here. All right. All right. Leticia Colon de Mejias is in her office, and I get a whiff of incense. It's to calm the vibe in here. 
Fighting climate change can feel big and scary. But Golon thinks we can all do a little bit more. We live in this age where everyone is constantly on a tablet, on a cell phone, on a computer, on a television. Everybody's binge watching, and I just want people to be binge doing. Golon is a binge doer. She's an environmentalist and entrepreneur who runs her own energy efficiency business in Connecticut, the kind that'll install home insulation and fix that draft in your window. And she's written children's books with titles like Pesky Plastic and Defeating the Phantom Draw. The phantom represents the energy we waste by leaving our cell phone chargers and electronics plugged in, even when we're not using them. So that's like a like a demon or is that No, a he's a little phantom. We don't want to make him scary for the kids. But basically, you know, he's the antagonist in our storyline in all of our books. And so what we do is we explain that, you know, the phantom, and I love this one, you know, he's like sucking the energy right out of the plug. That wasted electricity adds up. Researchers say anywhere from 10 to 23 percent of the energy we use in our homes is that phantom load. Cologne used to be in the healthcare industry. Then just over a decade ago, she started fixating on the environment and the consequences of our consumption. She saw it as a health issue. I was really worried about climate change and their impacts on my children. You know, with all of the reports I was reading about how water was going to become scarce and food. Cologne decided to put solar panels on the roof of her 1850s home. It wasn't easy since she lives in a historic district outside of Hartford. Around the same time... I had my kids and I give up television, like cold turkey. We quit TV. What was that like? It was insane. It was crazy. They were attacking each other. Like, it was crazy because they were used to coming home from school, like most kids, and turning on the television. She had four kids and is now a mother of seven. But from that chaos of getting rid of the TV, she says Green Eco Warriors was born. Her nonprofit teaches kids to switch it off and stop feeding wasted electricity to the phantom. I said to my husband, I'm not going back on my decision to get rid of the TV, so we have to find something to do with our kids. Her family started filming educational videos in their backyard on ways people could help save the planet. Years later, all the environmentalists around here know Leticia Colón de Mejías. She organized a climate action rally in Hartford recently where I talked to Lori Brown, head of the Connecticut League of Conservation Voters. Leticia is a force of nature. <laughs> She's absolutely someone who has kept the drumbeat going around energy efficiency when everyone else really kind of gave up. And it's not so much that they gave up, Brown clarifies. A lot of advocates kept talking about renewable energy like solar and wind. But that can be expensive and out of reach for lower-income families. With Golon... You know, she kept saying, no, the best energy, the cleanest, cheapest energy is the energy you don't use, the don't create. And politicians know Golon. A rally was outside the Connecticut State Capitol. This is State Representative Jonathan Steinberg. But I have to say a special shout-out to Leticia. She's my superhero. This lady does it on so many levels, it's incredible. Colon is so busy, it's at home where she gets to recenter herself. She invited me over before the rally. Colon says she thinks often about her legacy. She's 42 now, but says she doesn't know how much time she has left. She's dealing with multiple health issues. My doctors would probably prefer me to rest more and do less. I know they would because they say that all the time, but I feel like you get this one life, I want to experience it to the fullest. I don't want to lay around dying, I want to be around living. So when she talks about binge doing instead of binge watching, Golone hopes she'll inspire some folks to take her up on it and maybe start by unplugging their cell phone charger when it's not being used. This is Vanessa De La Torre from Connecticut Public Radio and Sharing America. This report is part of Sharing America, a collaborative reporting initiative about race, identity, and culture. 
Holly Edgel edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.